0: Well, hello, folks, and welcome to We the People. This is the American Soccer Podcast, in which you're going to get to know everything that you need to know about the U.S. Men's National Soccer Team. I'm Clayton. I'm a rapper. I'm Ty. I'm a web designer. And we've missed you very much, and we love the Nats. Yes, we're back. It's happening. The tingling. (laughs) It's We the People. (laughs) It's we the people. It's we the people. Ugh. It's we the people. Welcome to the Rasta Pod, folks. It's another Rasta Pod time. Do you feel that? Be <gasps> a Rasta Pod time. Uh, just, is, breathe. just breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. This Everybody relax. We're back. Oh we God. the people's back. Everything's cool. Everything's fine. Yeah. We're back, we're doing this thing, and we got a roster, we got a qualifier, we got lots of exciting stuff coming up. Ty, are you ready to get down?
1: I'm so ready. Are you I'm ready so to ready. boogie? Can it be Friday night yet?
0: I think it's Friday night, every night, when it's Rasta pod time. <laughs> Hit me. Boys, line up! Goalkeepers in goalkeep. In goalkeep. In goalkeep. keep. in the keep! Get in the keep! <laughs> and stay in the keep the goal keep david bingham nick romando and tim howard of course defenders john brooks uh master of scarab magic demarcus beasley jeff cameron omar gonzalez you know him you love him michael orazco tim ream God. jorge Villafanya, and walker zimmerman there you go boy you get a shout. In the midfield, Alejandro Bedoya, Michael Bradley, Jermaine Jones, uh, some, some dude, Chris, 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 Christian it's Pulisic, some dude, I don't it's know. Uh, I it's think Christian Pulisic, something, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Kellen Acosta, Graham Zussi, Sebastian Lejet Darlington Nagby, The Smile uh, of Porcelain, Dax McCarty, forwards, Josie Altidore, Clint Dempsey with a regular heartbeat. Let's go Jordan Morris and Bobby Oud. Oud Oud. That's the lineup, boys. Ty, what's your first impressions?
1: I, I, I'm pleased and um, I feel like this is a case where my initial impressions of the roster are not as uh, pertinent to my overall sort of happiness with, with the coach and with the way that the team is going because I don't feel like we've seen this group under Bruce enough to know when he's doing crazy things and when he's not doing crazy things in the way sure, that we yeah. did with Jurgen. Um, so I, I think it's, it's sound. The only quibble I might have is the lack of a playmaker. Um, but as we've said on this air previously, just because we really want a number 10 doesn't necessarily mean that the available number 10s are international quality. And we've seen... Uh, Sasha Kleschin in particular kind of underperforming in MLS in the last couple of weeks.
0: And, we did, yeah. Uh, but Failhaber's
1: and... been doing well, but Failhaber has his uh, his off games as well. And so I, I think we have very close to the best uh, group that we could have. Um, and I'm just pumped to see how they do.
0: Pumped to see how they do, man. It's a good group. There were a couple late changes, were there not? Uh, right. I've I've presented here the the most updated version. However, uh, Brad Guzan was at one time involved; is no longer involved because uh, he's and had there the goes babe. the
1: goalkeeper controversy. Yeah, so, so Bingham in and Howard is the starter. <laughs> Please, God, we hope Nick Romando is not starting in a World Cup qualifier.
0: I doubt Holy it. Moly. It's I mean it's got to be Tim Howard, but. Anyways, yeah. you never know. You never know. The other one, yeah. not not included, uh, who was at one time included, is is Fabian Johnson. What's uh, what's up baby. with that? What's up with Fabi Baby? I wanted to see he, some Fabi Baby. What happened to Fabi Baby?
1: He got hurt. I miss my he, baby I think it's a Hamstring uh, in no, the last match. Actually, not not quite. They, he could have played this weekend, but in the Europa League, uh, in the middle of last week, he got this hammy. And Any, uh, a, a,
0: anybody seen footage?
1: Uh, I have not seen footage I've by anybody. I need, I mean
0: you, Ty, because you know there's a two-person, is a, two person, anybody is a two-way, two-way. anybody else here? Who's two-way street. Footage? So, so injury to Fabian Johnson not going to happen. That's that's kind of sad. Uh, but so sad. in their in their place, did did someone was it David Bingham who came up in place of yeah, Guzan? Bing, Bings. Uh, Guzan Bing going Crosby. because of a, a babe. He's having a babe, and then uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we got Graham Zusi. We got Graham Zusi. Thank God. Thank God. Thank god. god. I can't believe he uh, wasn't on the original list. Thank thank Graham Zussi, base god. <laughs> How many times I thought, you know, I kind <laughs> of thought Graham Zussi and Michael Orasco, well not as much Graham Zussi, but for sure Michael Orasco was like was like a, a Jurgen thing? Am I Yeah, am yeah, I yeah, tripping? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why is Michael Orasco still here? Um
1: my cognitive dissonance about being happy that Jurgen is gone, but also being just infuriated about Michael Orozco. What was firing what, and I forgot to be infuriated, but what the enough. fuck,
0: what the fuck? So are what we, are, people are seeing we seeing that
1: we're not seeing?
0: Yeah. Reach out to us at WTP pod. If you are seeing something that Michael Orazco is doing that we're not seeing, or if you ha- somehow have insider access to the mind of Bruce arena, or right, right. you know, something about Orazco's strings that he can pull. I don't know if you have any insight into this because, I, I, you know, we've stated on this show, Ty and I have stated that we cannot find a redeeming factor in this dude's play. And we thought it's it was like, incredible. we thought it was like, <laughs> not a yeah. thing. We thought it was like a Jurgen thing that they got along super well. But now, some sort, of, now Bruce, some, yeah. <laughs> some sort of like knows.
1: a percentage deal that Jurgen and Michael <laughs> had going. I don't know. Yeah. Bonus man. sharing kind know, of situation.
0: Dude. Maybe it has something to do with Chicharito's bald head. I don't know. I don't know. Conspiracy theories, you Illuminati know, you just shit. associate all the strange things in life with each other and, and say that they all Brexit, happened. Brexit, Trump, Orozco. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the hair, dude, and the hair. And the hair. And don't the hair. Don't forget the hair. I, I mean, he, he has carved out a starting spot for Tijuana. I have not been able to watch as much of Tijuana as I would have liked this year. Only the highlights to watch a uh, a former fishy. We're going to talk about that. Uh, but Ooh. Paul, 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 Areola, Paul, nips, Paul Paul Paulie,
0: Paulie Nips. Paulie Nips. Paulie Nips.
1: And um, so, yeah, so so he's apparently doing okay for them. I just don't see how uh, his bar is so low. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right it's, he's doing okay for a yeah, no, yeah. i mean nothing against tijuana starting nothing against tijuana is that liga, liga mx is that am i am i being terribly In, racist no i don't liga know MX, is that is that it. liga they mx okay. yeah it's,
2: that's it. it's
0: okay liga mx tijuana not maybe 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 arguably mx arguably uh more prestigious than the mls but but not much more how A much good Well, 30%. how about you tell me? I I have no idea. Yeah, to be totally yeah. honest, I've watched very very yeah. zero much of Liga MX. Uh, Liga
1: MX is about 20 or 30% better than MLS, I would say. And you okay. you you can tell so, that so because how, of the much... the competitions between the teams and also uh because of the players who come between the two leagues and the way that they perform in relative terms.
0: Okay. And then how far is the rest of that gap to say Uh, the Bundesliga or the Premier League. The Bundesliga may be better because we have so many Americans there.
1: Right, right. So the Bundesliga, because it has so many Americans, is clearly the best league in the world. (laughs) and uh uh, i I would say i would say (laughs) it's not
0: actually what i meant but that i did say those words
1: (laughs) one through 18 or one through 20 uh as the as the premier league goes the premier league is probably stronger than the bundesliga the bundesliga has a a a flight of of uh good solid mid-tier teams, which okay. just does so, have so, that right. high-end quality. So, But what
0: I'm asking is this. How far is the gap down, and is it like to from Bundesliga to Liga MX? Because some of the people that Michael Orozco yeah. are competing with, that's the level we're talking about, and that makes sense right, to me. Right. And I, I, yeah. I'm just curious how far the gap is between those leagues.
1: Sure. I, I would rate <laughs> it as a, a 40% leap from Liga okay. MX okay. to... The Bundesliga. So judging, it's, judging it's, by it's, the way that 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 guy's transition between leagues, and it's hard to tell because right. uh, the Europeans very rarely go to Central America. So uh, one very notable example is Andre Pierre Gignac, who went to Tigres in Liga MX, and um, <laughs> he he uh, completely lit up the league. And so he was a you know not I wouldn't say middling a, a good a good European a uh, player, you know, a French national teamer played at a number of big clubs in in Europe and uh ended up at at uh, Tigres and immediately became, you know, probably the best striker in Mexico, I would say. Um and so, you know, he that that's kind of what what we're talking about. Like if yeah. you're if you're like a solid pro in uh in Europe, you would be a superstar in the North American leagues, uh, particularly MLS, but also the
0: so the so yeah. Back and full circle here, Michael Orasco making anyway, it. He's making his yeah. way on. But to I, a starting I, I think lineup. that's helpful.
1: That's that's good uh, sort of context. Like when when we right talk about because these we players, have like,
0: people. I mean, we have John Brooks and Jeff Cameron. Exactly. Yeah. Tim Reed John Reen, right? I don't is know. Tim Reen? So
1: far ahead of Walker Zimmerman. Truth. It's it, like Truth. like we just went thirty percent to Mexico and then forty percent to Europe. Uh, like that's that's the level. <laughs> the that Russian works, dolls like...
0: get smaller and smaller. Exactly.
1: It's easy. It's really easy to underrate the difference in quality yeah. between the the two. It's a players. big
0: difference. It's a big enough difference that when sitting next to some European dudes in the in the VIP box that my roommate got me tickets, but but the my my roommate is is, uh, runs shit over at the stadium that the sounders do their shit at and got me gets gets, is able to get me tickets from time to time and uh i just remember sitting next to these these european folk who were literally laughing at the quality in in the mls and enjoying it having a great time because they were enjoying soccer but laughing and i thought to myself well that's a little sad
1: yeah and they won't be laughing long
0: Haha <laughs> uh, we'll be laughing I, I, eventually. I, I, I'm, I'm
1: incredibly impressed with MLS twenty seventeen. I'll say that.
0: Yeah. Oh man. The goals yeah.
1: the goals have been better. The uh the the, the MLS E moments have been rarer. Atlanta uh,
0: FC Atlanta Atlanta United. Uh, sorry, please. Atlanta United United. But I do love today, I love me some great guards the Character from Mad uh, love Max. Love me some Greg Garza. <laughs> Where's Greg Garza on the call, call up, man? Can Greg I know, Garza get I know. a call it's up? It's a bro? little weird. Michael yeah, Orozco, I... yes. Greg Garza, no. Come on, guys. It's, it's odd. Greg it's Garza's odd. the man. It, maybe I'm like something with figure. Garza. He is. Yeah,
1: he looks posable. He looks he's... like he has many points of articulation. <laughs> 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 so many,
0: dude. It's he's Garza. Like, he's going to Garza. What were out we there.
1: saying about in the last camp that his, like, nobody's. Shirt sleeves are that tight.
0: (laughs) He's having those jerseys custom ordered. I don't know what he's doing.
1: (laughs) Jesse Bignami. Jesse Bignami, (laughs) uh, the equipment manager for the U.S. national team, when he's not making uh, amazing social statements, he is custom sewing Greg Garza's shirt sleeves what to is make him the, look more brawlic.
0: Oh, the social statement of the uh, pink captain's armband. The, yeah, the, the, yeah, that's tight. Uh,
1: they, they've done. I maybe they've done pink. They did the rainbow. Oh, the rainbow Orlando. was it.
0: Sorry, sorry.
1: Maybe they've. Done I do
0: remember paint. that. Who knows? Well, but
1: but anyway, Jess, Jesse Bignami is staying up late at night, making sure that Garza <laughs> looks looks just sprawl. <laughs> what is it? Swall. Uh, swole,
0: bro. Swole. 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 Make sure <laughs> uh, the cars small so look swole.
1: Swole. So swole. Uh so, so swole. speaking of people who aren't on the roster. It sucks <laughs> that Fabian Johnson has missed out yeah, because he he was in red. He was hot scoring, form. man. Scoring great goals. Oh hey. my god. Oh yeah. Man of the match, uh th- I think that was two weekends ago. He he scored a double for for Gladbach. A so fine awesome. double. And um and you know, but for a certain someone, uh, we would be incredibly reliant on the skills of Fabian Johnson to give us some creative attacking potential. Uh, Indeed, but, but for we a, a certain, I, I do a young, I, a certain young man. Oh, there's
0: the who sound. Plays for us. There's a sound that from time to time <clears throat> occurs oh, in, this the, is... in the. Ether We're going to go deep. Of our lives. And when it comes, so so I much say, to hey Ty, do you hear that sound? I d- do
1: I ever, Clayton? <laughs> Let's do <laughs> this. I think it's time <laughs> fishy report. Welcome, welcome to the, the fishy, fishy Report,
0: report. Fishy Report, welcome to the <ší> Fishy Report, woo! Welcome to the Fishy Report. This here... This here... Is the section of the show in which we honor our players who are eligible for a you something team or tournament, uh, and we got so much to talk about. We are living in a in a go- in a golden time. We of of the greatest fishy of all time. We are also uh, ready to graduate a couple fishies from the fishy pool, uh, realizing that as we do this this show and this fishy report, that people don't just stay fishies forever. They occasionally. Uh, Become adults and sometimes fucking sharks. So let's hope that for all of them. The Earth
1: continues to rotate.
0: The Earth continues to rotate around in around and around. So let's start around with Jürgen let's Klinsmann. around. <laughs> in spite of Jürgen Klinsmann's <laughs> massive head and jowls, uh, the Earth continues to move. So much wind resistance from those flabby arms. And I have a Jürgen Earth give a fuck. later. <laughs> what?
1: I have a Jurgen mention later. So oh, okay. We've got a Jurgen let's, mention let's, later. We, let's so, let's
0: so, yeah. Let's start with the the fishy of all fishies, the fishy of all time, changing the the fishy fishiness uh, forever. There Christian is nowhere to go
1: but uh, Mr. Christian Polissic. This is uh, as as uh, Clayton said, the greatest fishy of all time. It's not even close. Not even
0: uh, this close. This is a
1: young man who is excelling, uh, standing out. In a star studded Borussia Dortmund team at the ripe young age of 18. Tony Kroos. The. Uh, mm. No Kroos, but.
0: Wait, what, who am I thinking of? Weigel. Not Weigel. Uh, um, Royce. Royce. No, the other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Skirtle. Squirtle? <laughs> Squirtle. <laughs> what's the name? <laughs> you, got, you got
1: Bulbasaur. <laughs> you, got
0: you got Bulbasaur. Psyduck. You got Squirtle. Uh, uh, what's There's it, a couple side Psyducks on German that team. With, uh, you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> uh, so so <laughs> and Mr. Can't Christian get a minute? Pulisic, when we started the season, uh, the the European season, we said, well, Polisic, he, he was able to get some time last year because of a a spate of injuries among the Dortmund uh, squad and they didn't have the chance to reinforce their, their team. And then over the summer they signed uh, on, uh, let me test. I'm going to, I've been listening to the yellow wall podcast, the greatest English language Borussia Dortmund podcast to keep up on all things Borussia Dortmund. Love it. And they have these wonderful pronunciations. They're just delightful. So I'm going to give it a shot. So over the summer uh, Dortmund signed, André Schürrle, Mario Shula, Koza, That's what that's
0: Squirtle. That's who I meant.
1: Usman Dembele and Emre Moore. That's and awesome. of those four players, uh, Dembele is the only one who has played more than Pulisic at his position. Schürrle has ended up being a central striker, which isn't what they said they would do at first, uh, but because they sold their backup striker, uh, Schürrle has ended up being the backup striker uh Götze has ended up with a uh, a metabolic disorder they say hmm. which most people does it make think you look is... like a
0: child for your entire life because i noticed <laughs> yeah, that i noticed that going on growth. uh
1: people have perhaps meanly speculated that he's just kind of fat like he's just just has a sort of thing
0: well he's got a round face he's got a troughs. baby face I don't see. Yeah, it. he's, he's not got some fat. roundness. He's got some roundness. I mean, roundness. try beating him down the wing. See how fat he is now.
1: Indeed. Uh, so, so, but Goetz is out for the season with this metabolic disorder. Huh. Uh, Emre Moore is uh, stuck on the bench because he is completely undisciplined and not capable of like <laughs> being <laughs> an adult, jeopardizing the team. And being I love. <laughs> by
0: the way, Ty, I I love the pronunciations. Love them. Keep them. Thank coming. you. They're, they're, I'll. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna let just them rip.
1: Juicy. And Usman Dembélé is uh, is the superstar is of Europe. The Probably I mean, the best and, and under twenty lucky, in Europe.
0: How lucky are we that our star is is uh, in competition with, but not benched by another better star? It's just a perfect Indeed. situation. Indeed. And because he's he's playing alongside this person, but he doesn't have the pressure of of you know he has a lot of the pressure taken off by this Dembélé kid, who's a year older, if I'm not mistaken, correct, a little bit older, and and. Is just a, uh, to be honest, no no offense, uh, but a little bit better uh, has a little bit more impact on the game at the moment than Pulisic. It's just a great situation, you know. He, he's he's so exciting and playing so well, and it allows Pulisic to get in there and do his thing too without a whole lot of scrutiny, you know. And he's been able yeah, to develop. yeah, it's because actually of that. a
1: big help because Pulisic is not the star, the young bright thing. Right, uh, Dembele. And, and, I, and you must imagine that. that
0: it's pushing him in training too. I mean, he's yeah, this is here's sure. the, everybody else is these like grown ass men. Here's this other kid, you know. It's and you don't want to be, you know, you want to hang with that kid. You want to roll with that kid. Emory Moore's the loser right now, you know what I mean?
1: Emory Moore, uh, he's like the the bad kid in class, like de- devil devil may care, you know. Well, he smoking was so he was the so cool lot. in September. Right, he was really cool. He was really cool, but. But now, like, the kid, they're, like, graduating, and they're, like, oh, man, I, I used to think this guy was so cool, but now I realize, like, he's just not going to college, and he doesn't really have a plan, you know? <laughs> you know,
0: I, I hate to say it, but I have found myself saying that about myself, about being a musician. <laughs> like, people are, like, oh, you're a musician. Cool. <laughs> I'm like yeah, it, it's kind of it's a little cool, you know. But I'm 26. It used to be cooler. It used to be cooler, <laughs> when, I to be in, cooler. When, I, when I was in high school. It was awesome. Right. It, it right. was so cool.
1: Right. And so so uh, you know, em, Emre Mor has to find his way here, um, and we'll see what the future holds. But but Pulisic, uh being behind uh, Dembele has not been a problem. They've been a tremendous one-two punch and it's yeah. turned into instead of uh, those two kind of pushing Kagawa, Kagawa, and, um, and nice. Goatza. Uh, they've actually just totally passed them. And so yeah. so Polisic and Dembele are now uh sort of the Dortmund not automatic, but but they're the they're they're the wingers, yeah. Exactly. And, and they're and, this um,
0: epic, exciting team that you don't have to yep. be a Dortmund fan to be excited. You don't have to be an American. You don't have sure. to uh, share your nation with Dembele, whose nation I can't remember right now. France. You don't have to, uh, you know, be a Dortmund fan. It's just a, an awesome young pairing that's happening. It's a genuinely cool story. Yep. And if you and are so, an American, it's pretty fucking rad. Yeah,
1: if you are an American, it is a, a, a spine-tingling experience to watch Ty- our, our young man excel uh, so much. And so I have one, one yes. factual piece of information before oh, I get into what he's actually done recently. Drop it. Um, so uh, Dortmund's assists leader is Dembele. Dembele. Uh, second is Pulisic.
0: Oh, what goals is that? Uh,
1: he okay. I just guess because of Royce in injuries, there.
0: right? Because yeah, it he would the, have to be Royce. Royce has
1: been hurt. Goza hasn't been good. Kagawa hasn't been very good until recently. Uh, Shurla has been playing as a central Florida. striker and hasn't been doing particularly well. And Pulisic just is consistent and productive and. He has nine assists on the season. Dang. And uh, uh, in goals, Dembele is second, I believe, with seven or eight. And Polisic is fourth.
2: <laughs>
1: so on this team, Polisic has five goals. He's fourth on the team. I think he's tied with Guerrero, Rafael Guerrero.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, for that fourth. dude.
1: And he is second in assists. So think, think about that. This is an elite, this is a top 10 European team. They're in this the last like, eight of the Champions is Dempsey,
0: League. This is like, Dempsey was a, was a little better than that for a worse team.
1: Yeah, he was, he, he when he played his one good season for Tottenham, I think he scored like 10 or 12 goals for Tottenham okay, in so a year. so
0: much better than that. But how much, I mean... Not, how, not much
1: better. Can, how but long, how it, long it,
0: does it, Pulisic it, have to Dempsey get up Dempsey had to no it.
1: assists. Like, you know, that wasn't Dempsey's game. Dempsey's a finisher, so... yeah. Polisic is playing at the highest level that a an, an American player has played in Europe,
0: period. Of any period. age, ever. Of any age. Wowza. This is evidenced
1: by uh, your boy Brian Shiretta's article recently about the best performances ever in Europe by Americans, and number one was a the the most recent Champions League performance by Christian Pulisic, where. Borussia Dorman were down 1-0 to Benfica of Portugal, a very difficult team, generally in the last 16 or the last eight of the Champions League every, every year. And uh, they were down 1-0. Uh, Oba scored from a Pulisic, we think, assist.
0: I don't think so. Uh, no, it was, it was not Pulisic. It was the other guy. That was a, that was a mistaken thing by the commentator.
1: No, that was, that was the last goal. Sorry. The first goal was the corner... Where Oba scores, yeah. His... and it's a flick-on from Polisic. Yes. And, and and we thought, we were debating whether he was trying to score and it was just oh, an accidental assist a flick-on. Oh, I'm thinking of a different thing. A yes. flick on. No, yeah I, yeah,
0: I remember what you're talking about now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And so yes. you, you had it as flick-on. So that's flick on. that's flick-on. Part of the plan, like, flick-on. Dude, our guy scored, like, gave the assist for this equalizer <laughs> that's so important in dormant season to get them through the Champions League. That, was and the, then he that goes goal and scores was the, the turning point in that game. He scored the winner in this game. He scored the second goal. It was a delightful little quick through ball. So good. Uh, that he lifted over the goalkeeper elegantly and then completely just lost his shit in the
0: corner. It was such a would. nice such a nice finish. I mean, such, such a, good, a nice finish.
1: Like it's it's, it's, it's like easy a messy to finish. underrate.
0: It's insane yeah. how nice that finish was.
1: Yeah, completely. And um so, our young man has been the driver. I mean, you know, give Oba Mayang's hat trick some credit as well. But, yeah, uh, Oba and Dembele. Polisic did score the, the goal that got Dortmund through uh, that Champions League round of 16 tie. And they're now in the round of eight against Monaco. And, and it seems like Pulisic, it it's, it's, it's transitioned from where Polisic was the guy who had to wait for the starter to rotate. Where Pulisic is now the starter, and he gets rotated from time to time, so and sick. so this has this just hasn't happened. It hasn't happened with our senior players. I mean, say, save for guys who played for smaller teams, like when Demarcus Beasley was at PSV Eindhoven, and they they made a run to the final of the Champions League. Um, but for someone to be playing for one of the better teams, you know, remaining in the competition, and then. You look at Real Madrid and uh, and Bayern playing in the next round and you think, man, what if he gets them like, even further? Like, well, the what thing if he, is, it's normal is for an
0: 18-year-old kid to play for Dortmund and be really good and go deep in the Champions League as a starter with Dortmund. Those kids often do go to teams like Real Madrid and Barcelona. That, that's, yeah. that's what happens that was, to... Uh, Nori Shahin. I mean, the success stories from Dortmund and teams of that caliber. Yeah, that's absolutely. I mean, it's not I, that It could go other directions too. He could, he could dip. He could be peaking early. You know, I'm not. I we don't know, but I, and I don't want to, like you know, you don't want to count eggs before they hatch. But it is within the realm of reasonable possibility for this kid to be one of those types of players, a, a, a real star, world star, hip hop player. World star World star hip hop World player. star World star I mean it's so, crazy and, and Ty and I have spoken in the past Have we not? About oh how yes. all you need All you need, alright To win the World Cup Is Greg Garza And three stars If you have three stars if Michael you Orozco have... No Michael Orozco all you need is not Orozco and three stars. To not
1: have Michael Orozco on your team. Yeah.
0: You can, if you have three all, stars and Michael Orozco, World Cup you lose. winning teams So and we're talking about we're not talking included about Michael Orozco. <laughs> every single one. We're talking about like something like a a, a vintage Denmark, you know, Robin Snyder and and uh, Van Persie, right? You have three like really good. Sorry, Netherlands. <laughs> I'm off today. I'm way Easy off. Easy mistake. I'm way off. Yeah. It's okay though. It's okay. China. Though schneider i don 't even remember the whole you, ben you, Percy, you, you tell Robin. it you tell it, I butchered it, you tell it
1: but they so yeah so we've we've looked at uh the Netherlands in particular as a template for how you can punch above your weight in a World cup and they they were second in two thousand ten and then third in two thousand and fourteen, and a lot of their players, when you really look you look at their sort of club resumes, are not as impressive as the combined uh resumes that you see in the england team or the germany team or the spain team or the italy team um but what they have are these special players who can make a difference in games and can change games and we kind of counted three in those in those squads and we were thinking if we can just get three players who are special kind of top 25 Level players. This was
0: at a time when we had zero and zero hopefuls. We, we were had zero this discussion,
1: and and we were so saying, we just "Well, thought, the, what if we the, had the a standard American player like Jeff Cameron would have been good enough to play on that Netherlands team? Like he, you know, he plays at a level where he's playing with guys who are on that kind of team. You know, and Michael Bradley plays with guys who are on that kind of team. And so we have the filler. You know, we have the six or seven guys that you put around that." Uh, that group of of stars, right? But we just don't have the stars, and so
0: Polisic <laughs> yeah, finally got the
1: is showing us the potential of of uh, you know reaching that that echelon. Yeah. And um, you know, you, you, like I, I tweeted out recently that uh, Polisic is now the top rated field player of his age in FIFA
0: yeah he's a he's a 75
1: in fifa he's yes. the, the best 17 year old in fifa yes um,
0: that means when he's 26 he'll be the best 26 year old and of course year
1: that's olds how are it the works that's just how it works um and i was looking at some of the the other best in their age group and it, it's guys like Neymar and Eden hazard
0: Holy and shit.
1: Lionel messi and well, there if, must be some <laughs> less
0: famous ones. There must be some a bunch of unknown guys who are the best in the world at 17.
1: Oh well, uh, there are definitely players who were at 17. I I should go through the the historical databases are available, and this is getting into horrific nerd territory. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I have a fishy report to complete. Sorry, okay, I should, I should yeah. move on with this. So I mean, so guys,
0: folks, settle in here. Okay, we got a long in. one. It's been a while since we were able it's to been pod. A while. So this yep. is gonna be. A long pod. Let's carry on, Ty.
1: So so there is a team that Christian Pulisic is eligible for. This is the American under-20 team.
0: For, uh, Uh, you know, just a couple and a half years more.
1: Yeah. And uh, Uh, the U-20s had World Cup qualifying recently, and the squad that they were able to bring did not include probably their best players, uh, Gideon Zlalem... Josh Perez, Cameron Carter-Vickers, players who are eligible for the team, but were not released suit by suit their suit. European clubs. And so uh, they they went into the tournament with a, a, a little bit of a subpar uh, team compared to what they would have had, but a, a lot of good pros, a lot of players with a lot of MLS experience, uh, and players with European experience like Eric Palmer-Brown, uh, the captain. And they started World Cup qualifying with a disastrous loss where... Panama uh scored then got a guy sent off and or maybe it was the other order but they they Panama was up one nothing but had a guy sent off and the US labored for 60 or 70 minutes uh against the 10 men and was not was not able to uh score and that put us in a very precarious position and ultimately led to us going into a second group this was a really weird format but basically to get to the World Cup uh we needed to ch- find some result against Mexico. And the US had not beaten Mexico at the under 20 level in over 30 years. Uh I'm not sure how many matches that is, but it's a hell of a lot of time. <laughs> and I know exactly US how many years it is. 30. Mexico. The US beat Mexico in this tournament. And uh, fucking did, and, it. which all but Finally. all but assured their qualification to the World Cup. And it was not so a awesome. smash and grab. US Brian McBride <laughs> Claudio Reyna situation. We dominated Mexico. Mexico did not have a Gave shot on
0: goal. Brought it to in the them. match,
1: if I recall.
0: Brought it uh, to them,
1: and the US just just crushed them on every level—physically, tactically, technically, finishing-wise. Everything was better. Everything was crisper and it's uh, it's what everybody was hoping to see at at
0: youth level that's right it's what everybody was hoping to see at the in that first game and didn't see and and then people saw it and now it's very exciting and maybe two of these players can be our uh the the second two out of three that we need and everything's gonna go great you know what i mean we'll see we'll We'll find out so maybe um, everything's gonna go great Ty, who are US. your two just for the just to to, yeah. to boil this team down into a a, a simple two dimensional version of itself, so it's easy for the people to digest. Yep, who are sure. your who are your uh, uh, two standout players from this team uh, that that you think are for you the the, the faces of this team? The, the yeah. spirit
1: of the this team. the certain face of this team is our Palmer Brown. He was the captain. Bean. He uh, he's a center back. C C V and E P B at. Yeah, we'll see. We, we can Maybe have, uh, we'll law see CB
0: firm, and EPB.
1: Consulting firm, CCV EPB. Uh, Eric Palmer Brown has uh, has been a standout youth player for the U.S. Uh, at, at <laughs> for, like, As long as I can remember, he's been kind of on the radar. Uh, he's come up through the Sporting Kansas City system and has played decent amount of games for them um, and was recently on loan at uh, Porto... Uh, porto's b team the the second team of fc porto Porto. in portugal and they actually won the second division in portugal last year which is a pretty good accomplishment and uh, eric palmer brown was a starter for that team uh and so he's a exceptional center back in this tournament tab ramos against the uh criticism of most pundits who i heard uh, chose to put Eric Palmer Brown in a holding midfield role uh instead of playing him at his natural center back role and of course, after the loss to Panama that was like even more critiqued uh but it ended up being completely vindicated uh with with a sterling just just outstanding performance against Mexico in which he he and uh Tyler Adams, the red bull uh standout, just completely ran the game
0: so and, is and this Palmer a- brown is this a player that can come up and fill that stopper role for the senior team one day? or do, do, is his, is that just a Was that just like a situational thing, like we just need you to do this until we get the, our other guys, or is, is his track now transitioning into maybe filling that Jermaine Jones role that we desperately need filled?
1: It's hard to say because I, I don't feel that he has the attacking quality to be in that position because like, when you think of a holding midfielder, you know they still end up at the D a decent amount of the time. You know sure. what I mean? And so, you know, even, even a guy like Kyle Beckerman has, has hit a couple beauties in his life. And, you know, you, you need a little bit of uh, capability of connecting with the attackers. And that, that's what I, I'm sort of missing uh, from Palmer Brown right now. Okay. Um, but as a, as a enforcer, you know, playing between his box and the, the halfway line, he is the most important player, the biggest impact player you could have at that
0: level. Okay, so um, elements elements of of that Kyle Beckerman style game just just crush him, bruise him, get him out yep, of the house exactly. Uh, and, but, uh, but maybe I, needs I would say to develop. How old is the How old's the kid? What's he sixteen? Uh,
1: I think he's nineteen. Oh. So yeah, he he's been on the radar for What's so he, long. Eleven. It's hard to remember. Yeah, is he so he's maybe? nine?
0: So nineteen? He's older than Pulisic.
1: He is older than Pulisic, as were a lot of the guys on this team. So
0: huge gap in fishy status. Is that fair to say? For
1: sure. For sure. Um, And then uh, the the second player I would mention, who I've had a lot of mixed feelings on, is uh, Brooks Lennon, who is a Liverpool player, has uh, been a fixture in the Liverpool youth system for a little while now, um, and is on loan this year at Real Salt Lake. And he is a.
0: I like that. I like that English he is a, English MLS connection.
1: Right. Very good. Uh, I I hesitate to say this because it it connotes a quality that I haven't necessarily seen, but he reminds me a lot of Ronaldo. He has a Cristiano he has a physical Cristiano. He has huh. a a very physical wing approach. So he 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 plays nominally on the wing. But he has a, a striker's mentality. He has, he has great physicality. He's very, uh, he's very aggressive. He's very strong. Um, I don't know if he has it mentally necessarily to play at, at, a, at a high level and not necessarily that he has the discipline uh, to, to you know, reach his full potential, but he has all the physical tools, hmm. uh, I would say, that you need the, the speed, the size, the heading ability,
0: everything So um, then to but- be that kind of player. So those are our two uh EPB and and who is the second what's his, what's the second guy's name? Brooks Lennon. Brooks Lennon, right. But just C- remember uh, he's a Lennon from Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. But CCB has got to still be ever. second place fishy of all right now. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, so yeah, this
1: is excluding the players who were not in this group, which is pretty amazing, because
0: they're going to go to the uh, World that's Cup. that's right, that's right. Okay, so those are the two out of the group of the people that were not so in high-profile European teams. Correct, correct. Uh, and so uh, uh, you add uh, to this group that,
1: that just won this tournament, uh, they eventually... It, I don't want to go into the format, but they, they won the tournament.
0: Okay. And uh, they so they're it. the best in That's Conc what we're Cab here California for at We the this. People. Thank you for that tie. The, the breakdown. Now I get it. They won.
1: And you take, you take that group... And you add Cameron Carter-Vickers, who, who who started four or five games for Tottenham this year. Swear you add Gideon Zalalem. You add Zalalem. Uh, Josh Perez. I mean, you,
0: Josh we have Perez. elite level
1: talent who could come onto this team. And then, not to mention, you know, Pol- uh, the tournament's in late May. Uh, I have a feeling Pulisic is going to be busy, um, but you could you could theoretically have a player like Christian Pulisic. And so, you look at our pool. Relative to some of the other teams around the world, and and we're not that far, you know. Uh, so so there's a tremendous amount of optimism uh, around around the U20 group right now, and um, and you know let let's hope that some of them make it through. So high. Uh, so team. I'm
0: so excited. No, it's no offense to the current men's national team or any of the amazing things that we've done. Um, but it, it would it would just make me so excited to be able to watch a team that plays with a quality that I can really be proud of without like be kind yes. of bluffing to and being patriotic. Yes. Like I, I want to, I want it to be like, damn, those Americans are good, you know. Yes,
1: and you know, I uh, I've had some experiences whenever I interact with people who live here but root for other teams. I that used to make me angry. Yeah. It no longer makes me angry. Now I man. have a, an empathetic curiosity. And what I want to know is, what can we be doing better? What can we, what can we do to win you over? Uh, uh, because I know that if we, if we were the best team in the world and you lived here, you'd root for us. I know, I know you'd love your home country, but I also know that you would show up yeah. for the games and you'd be on board. And so what is it that we can do? And the thing that I've heard over and over again is that we just don't have the coolness, the swagger, the, the brand, you know, the, yep. that, that, that bright yellow Colombian shirt.
0: Yep. You know it, who does, you know, you know, sings you
1: know sings so sweetly
0: Mexico has and the coolness.
1: Mexico completely totally has, 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 the, the look, coolness. has that,
0: that vibe, that, that, they are cool. Man, quoi, those guys are cool. You know? Cheech? And so, come on now, Cheech baby. They they
1: have this uh, this ineffable quality, and the, the, the way that that translates onto the field is they they have players who impose their will on the game. You know, they're they're not reacting to what the opponent is doing. To quote a Jürgenism, uh, they're they're kind of um, they're becoming the narrative. You know, and so th- so the game becomes about what Chicharito can do. Yeah, he either has a versus... good game
0: or a bad game. Right. as opposed right. to like, yeah, does does you know somebody can he stifle you?
1: the opponent, yeah. you know, or can he trick the opponent to allow him to score a goal? Yep. Um, and that's that's what you know. Watching that Mexico match, that was just outstanding with the 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 level that we achieved against a, a really elite level, uh, team. And
0: man, one day you man, pepper those I, in with all the rest. Go and then not to mention all the rest for maybe you know a few years older and a few years younger. You gotta we gotta. A team with some swagola, some swagoo. Indeed,
1: indeed, and that's that's the kind of thing that I think can turn the tide if we can start rolling teams over and making highlight reels and making SportsCenter and doing doing the 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 exciting things that that make you know particularly young fans interested in in rooting for us. You know, if you're a forty year old who came here from from another country. It might be too late for you but for your kids you know for your kids kids like we want to be the team where they they tune in and within 30 minutes they're hooked you know they're like they're like i love these guys and the same way that like atlanta united is lighting up atlanta united is like that attacking they are
0: so fucking cool that team is so cool
1: so um huge fan a lot of reason to hope and uh one more side note from the u20 world cup
0: Yep, and then we'll move on to our fishy graduations.
1: We'll yes, to the graduation. Uh, so, just when we thought we were done with Jurgen Klinsman.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, wait. We what? Thought wait what are you saying? What's happening right done now? Done and
1: buried. We thought, no. we thought off to In China. The fishy report?
0: Off to China with no. you.
1: No. Uh, Jurgen Klinsman's son, Jonathan Klinsman, who is sneaky Asian. Yee. Half Asian, we Yee. had to confirm his parentage because we we just I'm couldn't not believe it.
0: I mean, I I get that he's Asian on paper.
1: <laughs> uh, Jonathan Klinsman is half Chinese, sneaky Asian, sneaky and we you know we're we're sneaky. all about that. You're a little sneaky Asian.
0: I'm am a sneaky Asian, you know. People people you know. thought
1: I would I was South American. Sure, like yeah. when I had a when I had no hair, that really that really helped.
0: Yeah, but your but your but your your kids though those are some sneaky Asians. That's that's they're
1: pretty sneaky Asian. They're quarter Asian. That's and very that's sneaky. Mad sneaky.
0: That's very very uh, sneaky. But
1: Jonathan Klinsman sneaky Asian. Um, I think he was named the best goalkeeper or something in this tournament, despite not doing a lot. It's like when you win the tournament, you know.
0: Oh you yeah, that's you're right. The best
1: goalkeeper. But yeah. but uh, anyway, his dad showed up to watch the games. As you would if your son was in the U twenty World Cup, you'd I make might. the trip, right? I might. Uh, his dad just happens to be Jurgen fucking Klinsmann.
0: So Jurgen's so, there.
1: Watching watching a US match and then watching cutaways to this jowly shell of a man.
0: He, how's he look? Just
1: how's he look? me.
0: Is he? He ha, looks. Ha, what's his status?
1: He looks a little gaunt. I mean, he spent a lot of he did spend a lot of time in your uh, basement. In the basement.
0: Yep, in the basement. In the, it's not mine. It's not small yours. But it exists. Box. The basement. <laughs> the basement. In the it small, exists. But
1: comfortable box small, in the basement.
0: Small, comfy basement. Those are the, That's the only things you know.
1: And somewhere, um, he looks okay. He he was definitely nervous about Jonathan, <laughs> which which I get, which I get. Johnny Caiens, uh, and he he was sitting next to some a, a figure I recognized from from U.S. soccer in the one match. Uh, so he he's still like. Was it Julian Green? Uh, it's, it's kind of a weird. <laughs> it was Julian Green. It was like, it's like it's like this like uh, I don't know like X situation where the X is still like really close. Uh, <laughs> like you're you're still you're still. I don't know. It, totally it, dude. It seems complicated. It seems like the US is a It's soccer complex and like I Tab- can't Ramos. imagine,
0: you know, Bobby Wood's out there loving I mean, we're not talking about a senior national team game, but we might be one day. And someone like Bobby Wood is out there who who, you know, adores Jurgen Klinsmann, because without Jurgs, Bobby there would be no ood, maybe. Indeed. And Indeed, and, and so you know, you have people out there who are looking out Times. in the stands say, yeah. you know, wait, Jurgen and Bruce Arena is standing right there. Bruce is like, hey, Can you can you step please? Can Uh, you step up?
1: I'm in charge now. I'm in charge. So anyway, um, look forward to seeing more and more Jurgen Klinsmann. I thought you know, I thought you were going to
0: say, I thought you were going to say that he somehow got in with like a youth coaching job or something. I just couldn't couldn't leave the game alone. So
1: awesome. Okay, well we're going to move on. (laughs) Jurgen has not, but we're going to. Um, (laughs)
0: It's tough. To graduation.
1: So we've made an official policy change.
0: Yeah, so, made a so yeah, the new policy change. This, this was Ty's idea, and I think it's a great idea because because of DeAndre Yedlin. Sorry, sorry Uh t- Tell them what the idea is.
1: Yeah, so, so what we used to say is if you're under 23, you're eligible for a youth team, and that therefore you can be a fishy. But what we've decided is that the fishies, who you really want to hear about, are the players who are still eligible to play in a youth tournament. And so that means that the current twenty-one and twenty-two year olds, like Yedlina, I think he might be twenty-three, but close. Uh, Emerson Hindman, for instance, uh, you're no longer fishies. Sorry, we've reassigned you you're, to being yeah,
0: you graduated. Small sharks. Once sharks. you do so, essentially, once you have your Little final sharks. involvement with the youth program, you're no right. longer a fishy. Right. When, so when that you're doesn't only nec-
1: eligible for the senior team. Right. Yeah.
0: And that doesn't mean. Uh, You know, you're going to make these players will make the senior team. But from now on, as players do pass on, if uh, especially if they do seem like people that'll be around in in our lives and in our hearts and minds uh, for for some time to come, then we shall be graduating them from the Fishy Academy. And then we shall see if they become uh, mere mortals or sharks like Clint Dempsey.
1: Indeed, and and we only we we should spend about one minute on this to get to Honduras. But uh, <laughs> official congratulations, caps and gowns to Emerson Heidman. Congrats, Rubio congrats, Rubin. Clap,
0: clap, 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 clap. Paul Areola, Paulie Nips, uh, Paulie Tommy
1: Thompson,
0: Nips, Tommy You know they only called Fatale me that when Lache. I was a fishy, Paulie Nips. Uh,
1: and uh, I'm forgetting someone important. Yedlin, important. but a, 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 a couple guys, a couple guys. Thank you for your service.
0: I, yeah, thank You've you. You've been
1: great youth national teamers. Yeah, and, uh, Except for the times that you lost like big games. Uh, but Zach I do
0: Steffen. think, yeah, Zach, great Steffen.
1: job, Zach, Stefan.
0: Great job, Zach. Great job, Zach. Thank I, you very I, much. you know, Horvath. by the way, I think like three episodes ago, I tried to draw Zach Stefan's name to memory and couldn't do it. So there it is, Zach Stefan. Uh, I do feel Currently bad starting I, for Columbus. I do feel bad for for Yedlin and and Jordan Morris, who like Yedlin.
1: Who? Jordan Morris, who? that's what I was forgetting Morris, yeah. no longer a fishy
0: Yeah, we gotta Mark graduate, a this is a, little, this is a yeah. retroactive Graduation, in the future it'll probably be like Two or three at a time, but you know These guys deserve to graduate uh, From fishy status, and they deserve to have That acknowledged on the only uh, U.S. U- only podcast that focuses solely on the U.S. men's national team, I think Maybe that's not true
1: I th- think, maybe? Is that There's true? There's gotta be someone else, if you're, out, <laughs> if you're a fellow
0: 'Cause I've been going US around telling I've been, been going around today. I'm...
1: If you forsake all other teams <laughs> to Dude. podcast just about this mostly shitty team. <laughs> mostly shitty. Maybe good at some point. Good. Sometimes good. Politics good. Pulisic's so good. um so so what are we doing here? What's coming up?
0: Yeah, so so here we go. I, I I'm I'm dawdling because I'm enjoying this fishy report, but we got a lot to get to, folks. Uh, Honduras. We got got the biggest game in the history of big games of all time, which I've never claimed before about a game on this show. You could check. Uh, This is the biggest game of all time. It's uh, it's versus Honduras. It's on a date. Ty, do you know that date? Uh, I'm gonna
1: look it up. I should have looked this up. up.
0: I forgot to look. It's
1: it's it's Friday. It is a Friday. It is a Friday. It is March 24th. It's at 10:30 Eastern, 7:30 Pacific.
0: Perhaps there's no better way... In San Jose. Perhaps there's... In San Jose. Thank you so much for uh, checking that real squeak. Perhaps... And there's a... Uh, perhaps there's no better way to start this off than by asking, who are these people? Who are these people? Who are these people? Just wondering, who are these people? So, Honduras. Uh They are
1: frequent qualifiers for the World Cup, generally in that, like third uh maybe fourth or fifth slot in CONCACAF along with Panama um below the the sort of consensus top 3 of the US Mexico and Costa Rica uh but Honduras is one of the one of the better teams of the of the remaining uh group and they have a a, a really solid uh squad of players a lot of whom have traveled through MLS at at one point or another and I would say, I would say, you know, their standouts are a little bit better than MLS, like Andy Nahar, who has transferred from MLS to to Europe and is doing well in Europe. Good
0: player, good um, player.
1: And some of their players are kind of lower standard than MLS. And I would say that that kind of median standard uh, you would say is like MLS starter. Shouts, so that, that's to, sh- what you shouts... should expect is like an average MLS team.
0: Shouts to my uh, my homie Orban. Uh, if you're listening to this, if you're still in Baltimore working at Minato Sushi. My mans, best of luck to Honduras, but uh, we're going to fuck you guys up, and I miss you very much.
1: Enjoy the fatty tuna.
0: Enjoy the fatty tuna. That, that, uh, that dragon and roll. Everybody, everybody that asks for dragon that roll. dragon roll. Everybody says, do you have a dragon roll? No, we don't, we, there, we don't have a dragon roll, and dragon roll is not a common parlance roll of sushi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Would you go to Tokyo and order a Dragon Roll? You
0: shut up, bastard! You shut up and check your boxes uh, next to the rolls that you want.
1: Honduras. This <laughs> this match. This is the this is the biggest match of the cycle so far. We lost our first two World Cup qualifiers, which we have never done. Uh, if I if if you need to be reminded, uh, this is the hexagonal round of World Cup qualifying, which consists yeah. You guys of 10 remember matches. we had a
0: hex versus the mix.
1: We had Hex versus the Mechs, we lost. and we fucking lost. Jurgen Klinsmann and got fired. Jurgen Klinsmann lost his job, and Bruce Arena was brought in, essentially to win this
0: game. Pretty much, because if we had time to lose this game, then we'd have time to bring in somebody who could get to know the team and come up with a vision. But we don't have time to lose Game One, so we brought in somebody who already knew the team and who has had loads of experience with this type of game uh, for the U.S. Yes,
1: and what? This game, uh, wh- the reason why this particular game is so important, even compared to the Panama game coming up, is that this is a home game, and in the last fifteen or so years, we had not lost at home uh, in World Cup qualifying in the Hex,
2: hmm.
1: at, or at all actually, but particularly in the Hex, and but especially uh, that in the that hex, record stretched that. all the way until the Hex versus the Mex, where we fucking, we fucking lost, lost in Columbus. At home versus
0: the Mex is the worst. I mean, your team's got swagoo, Max, but it's the worst.
1: The previous time, this is a little bit of a story. Ooh. This is a little bit of a story.
0: Folks, just relax. This is a segment in a segment. Just relax. A segment in a segment in a segment. Just relax. The Russian doll's getting smaller and smaller. Just relax. I think it's time for a story time.
2: Story time. Story time is about right now. Back with another story. Back back with another story time. (laughs)
1: So uh before the Hex versus the Mex, the last time we had lost in World Cup qualifying was against Honduras. Honduras oh. was the last the last uh, this was in 2001, and there was an an Ernie Stewart brace. I just watched the replay of this for, <laughs> for nostalgia's sake, uh, but we were we were undone by some fine goals from the from the Hondurans. Um, and so that you know that was consistently. Uh, I believe I saw Marcelo Balboa give away a penalty. Maybe Jeff Agus, one of those, one of those old heads. I, yeah. I saw Balboa. I'm okay. sure about that. Okay, you could look that up. Okay. Um, so, so uh, Honduras is kind of consistently at that level where they're they're dangerous to us even at home, and you know World Cup qualifying at home. Uh, for the U S is so important because it's, it's our, it's really our chance to get not easy points, but straightforward points. You know, there's no, no one's going to set your alarm off at, at two in the morning in the hotel. No one's going to throw urine at you. No one's yeah. going to pelt the bus with rocks. Which are you know, things it's that like,
0: are the, are you describing things that have actually happened in world? Like, yes.
1: All things that have actually wow, happened. Uh, that's awesome. In, in, in Concacaf that's, matches. So, that's awesome.
0: I think that's really cool. I think...
1: I think it's cool, and I think we should do it to them. Yeah. I think we should pelt their bus with rocks. What the <laughs> fuck? So, <laughs> on, like, you know... I think it's Turnabout cool. is fair play, Honduras. It's violent,
0: it's cool, and I think we should partake. <laughs> My political career is over. Or just beginning. Folks, just beginning. Uh, Who we does? are... In this climate. So
1: So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, so wait a second. So we're playing Hunter. Hunter yeah, so is a very we difficult win, opponent. Dude. I think they're the, win. they're probably the fourth best team in the, in the Who's, region. Uh,
0: so you said Andy Nahar. I remember him. Yes. I, met, really I mentioned Andy good. Nahar.
1: He was really and I, good. And I'm going to get into one uh, particular kind of focal point, but I just want to emphasize like, we we're like 50 minutes into this podcast and we haven't talked about how we're completely freaking out over this game. But if we lose this game, since this is a home game and our, our home games are our big opportunity to get points. If we lose this game, it's a it's going to be a, a an uphill battle. It's We're going to be under style. 50%. This is the
0: classic thing, you know, to yeah. compare it to is what happened in Mexico last time, you know.
1: If we lose, we will be less we will be more likely to miss the World Cup than to make the World Cup. Yikes. Okay? So okay. you, you hear, hear us guys? This game? Do you
0: hear us reach out to us on Twitter @wtppod about your sadness? You can send a poem. <laughs> yeah, I'm down about your stress about this situation. About the stress, now, are you feeling jubilant? Do you uh, like pressure? Are you like that guy from Cowboy Bebop? Do you just do you just only you just light up when pressure. the pressure comes? Are you? Is this right, making right, you feel right, good? Right. Tell us about it.
1: Uh, so, if we lose, we will be long shots long to make shots. the World Cup. Maybes. Underdogs to make the World Cup. Um, so. It, 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 this is yeah this is Huge. this is it i mean this is the sa- a similar spot that we were in after we lost in uh, guatemala in the last round where it's like yeah you know a home win should be fairly straightforward but if we don't get it we are completely dead yep so that is a big deal uh, and and yeah this let's is the biggest match few... it's the biggest match of the cycle
0: now that we are uh, acquainted with who uh, these these people are these folks. I mean, that when I say that, guys, I mean, it's a, it's a we the people. It's we the people, you know? It's a, word, it's a word thing that I reversed to... Anyways, let's talk about the Americans that we're excited about uh, going into this game as well, and who, who needs to step up here from this roster that we're looking at in order for us to win this game.
1: Well, so, uh, I mean, not to make this the Polisic show... But the big difference between kind of the, the, you know, 2016 uh, USMNT and the 2017 USMNT is that Christian Pulisic's a nailed-on starter. It's, it's not like a, oh, wow, Truth. is it too much pressure? Truth. He's, he is our best player. Truth. This 18-year-old is our best player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so uh, we mentioned earlier the lack of uh, number 10s in the team, uh, creative playmakers, I think uh, we have one. Has played that role for the for the youth teams for a long time and is comfortable playing there. Doesn't play there for Dortmund, but but he does you know, certainly though. Can do I mean,
0: it. he does a little bit here and there. He filled in. He filled here in for Royce here there. there. He, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. especially right, especially when there's an injury or uh, when he's subbing on. And I mean, and, you know,
0: he yeah. he is able to play number ten for Dortmund if they're. not. You know what I mean? Like this dude is yeah, fucking yeah. good. He's at good, good playing, enough to play. There. Yeah that position he can do uh, it he can do it
1: so and and uh, arena has kind of hinted at potentially using him there now losing fabian johnson who would have been kind of the wide midfield uh option in his in his absence kind of takes away a little bit of that possibility but you know the the attack is going to run through Polisic, whether it's him you know playing on the wing and kind of switching sides and trying to trick defenders and and all that or or if it's more of him as a passer as a quarterback uh position um, within the team like you know it's going to be it's going to be Bradley at the base of the midfield and it's going to be Polisic being the the attacking fulcrum and then we're going to have our uh sort of standard cast of characters around around Polisic. but you know <laughs> this is this is it I mean this, this is, is this it. is why this, is the big this show. kid is so special we is need, that he can actually do this that's
0: right and we need people we need players to step up you know, And I'm so sick of ask, wondering when Josie Altador is going to step up and lead this team to the next echelon of Im- mediocrity. Uh, it Correct. would be so Correct. awesome if anyone other than Michael Bradley and Clint Dempsey stepped up for this team. Anyone. Correct. And uh, Fabian Johnson could do it. Jermaine Jones has done it at times. Christian Pulisic is looking like somebody who could do it for a long time. Uh, what do we think? Do you want to do um, like an 11 that you would – guess as a realistic like what do you think bruce arena is going to do and then maybe i can do my fantasy 11 of what i what the players on this list i want to see
1: sure i'll do a very rapid 11 okay howard uh viaba jeff cameron Vi- wait John Brooks, via, fania? via fania sorry not viaba that's atlanta united uh uh and so, i said cameron Brooks, cameron Cameronet, cameron right back Oh. Omar Gonzalez, center back, John Brooks, uh, Michael Bradley, Ale Badoya. Uh
0: huh. Kellen Nags. Acosta, or Sebastian LeJet.
1: Nag. Naggs, Okay.
0: Badoya, Bradley, Nags, Pulisic.
1: Uh, yeah, Pulisic. Wood and Morris. Oh, up
0: top a three, three up top. You're yeah. saying
1: yeah. I, I, I'm a 4-3-3 three, three guy. You are saying that Pookie you baby, think. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. You're, this yeah, is yeah, not yeah. your
0: fantasy eleven. You're saying you think Bruce Arena is oh, going to choose yeah. Bobby Wood, Jordan Morris over no, Josie no, sorry. Altidore. I got from confused.
1: Uh, Bruce Arena is going to play Bobby Wood and Josie Altidore up top, and then it'll be Polisic probably on the right, and then maybe Bedoya on the other wing. Okay. And Maybe Leget and Bradley.
0: You think so? You think he's gonna go with LeJet?
1: I think probably, yeah. I think because of his familiarity with LeJet, Okay. Uh, that'll be more more. I'm gonna uh,
0: do. I'm fun- gonna do Funzie's, and we all know he's all about. Breezerina's is all about uh, familiarity. I'm gonna do Funzie's one. Okay. I want uh, Nick Ramondo for Funzie's. No, no, no. Fuck that shit. I want Tim fucking Howard. I want Tim fucking Howard in goal. And then, of course, uh, Brooks Cameron, because I think we, you know, it'd be really awesome to develop a center back pairing over many, many years. And these are the only two players that are close to that. I would play, I want to play DeMarcus Beasley, okay, because uh, I think it's hilarious how he runs now. His tiny legs, there's not a whole lot of speed there, but his tiny legs go the same speed, but he doesn't move that fast. His
1: bones are exposed.
0: (laughs) So I want (laughs) to see all of that. I want that, all of it. And then Walker Zimmerman, uh, whatever, left back. Zim. Okay, Zims. I want to see Kellen Acosta and Michael Bradley and Christian Pulisic and Darlington Nagby. And then Tasty. I want to see Dax McCarty come in for Kellen Acosta halfway through. And then I want to see Jordan Morris and Bobby Wood. I think that's 11 people. If it's Holy not, moly. then Clint Dempsey. If it's 12, if we'll it's 12, 12. If it's 12, I can do 12. Clint Dempsey. All day. FIFA regulations all day, allow. In fantasy I'm going to say. I'm going to say situations. you can do 12, but one of your players has to remain off sides at all times, and that's Clint Dempsey. Correct. And that is Clint Dempsey. Uh, that's who, my fantasy. Who
1: probably can't move very well right now. Yeah. So um, and I I want to mention a couple things about the Honduras team. There, two quick notes before we okay. wrap up. Yep. Um,
0: gotta do them. gotta so do em justice, man. Because early you know.
1: reports have come out about the way that they're going to attack. And there's a, a particular player, Albert Ellis, who is currently on loan at, at Houston Dynamo, who's been their kind of point striker uh, in the past couple matches. He's a very quick, kind of mobile, uh, attacking fulcrum who will find himself out wide um, and, and kind of cause havoc for the defense. And he was most recently seen uh, knocking the U.S. out of Olympic qualifying with uh, two fine goals uh, in that semifinal match uh you may remember him kind of beating Cameron Carter Vickers uh in that Yeesh. in that tournament Yeesh. so he's a very dangerous very strong player um and they're going to put him and uh and one of their other players uh whose name escapes me uh who also plays for the Houston Dynamo along with Andy Nahar of of uh Anderlecht in in Belgium and they have they've kind of announced that that's going to be their their triumvirate going forward um, but the thing that Honduras has been doing lately is playing kind of an empty-bucket midfield with two deep-lying uh, midfielders, and uh, one of those has frequently been uh, Roger Espinoza of, of Sporting Kansas City, who U.S. fans will be
0: familiar with. SKC. Um, Benny Failhopper's familiar with him, too. Maybe he could have brought indeed, him along. Indeed. Maybe that They've could have been helpful. have mostly been
1: playing a sort of conventional four-man back line, but at, uh, most recently at Azteca in the last round, of World Cup qualifying, they played a five-man back line. And so my expectation uh, would be that they play sort of like five, two, three, with that that three man uh, attack that I mentioned, yeah. kind of trying to cause havoc on the counter. I'm imagining that, um, that
0: that three man attack on all the posters and Coke cans and shit, you know, just like everywhere. Exactly,
1: exactly, and and possibly on the highlight reel. Sure. And uh, and the may, maybe going with a five man backline, which um which which their coach uh, Jorge Luis Pinto would be very familiar with from coaching Costa Rica in the last World Cup when they did really well with that system. So especially trying to be a little bit more defensive on the road against a a regional power, uh, if we may say so ourselves.
0: And I think Um, we may.
1: I I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went with with something really stout like that and just tried to bunker and counter and nick a goal. And so the U.S. does really need to pay attention to chance creation because if if we don't put players in like Nagby... Who are able to unlock the defense? I mean, we could be in for a pretty frustrating evening if it's just kind of Pulisic running around hoping for the best, and then everyone else kind of like standing there waiting for him to get them the ball. That is not a recipe that, for success. Yeah, that is. We need that I honestly a more think more aggressive what you, lineup than we otherwise would.
0: Yes, what you just mentioned is the way in which if if yeah uh, yeah how do I want to say this if the, things don't work out for us, I think it will look like that. What you described. Uh, you know, people looking over it, like, lobbing it long for Pulisic, or Pulisic coming way back to get something, and, or, you know, just people not, being in awe of this player and not being an actual team themselves. Right. That's our right. downside. That's our potential downside for this game. I think we also have the potential to really explode. Uh, I think Darlington Nagby, if he gets a start, has a, a lot to prove. Uh, did not Did not depart from the MLS this summer, but Uh, shows a lot of promise, a lot of fire, still, and I think has a lot to prove, um, and is one of those players that can prevent that from happening, that mentality from happening, because I don't really see him ever doing that next to any players. You know what I mean? That ball watching of a star. Darlington Nagy is not the type of player to do that. No no way. Now, Sebastian Legette, maybe, you know? Right, Uh, right. Even someone like Graham Zussi, maybe, would do that. Uh, but would nagby do that no uh would michael bradley do that sometimes yes sometimes no uh let's see i don't have to do the whole team another thing i wanted to mention (laughs) another thing i did want to mention though is that uh shouts to dax mccarty because in a world where everyone's talking about sasha kleston and benny failhaber the homie dax made his way fairly rightfully totally justifiably back onto the roster for the usmnt and i think that's rad as fuck. That's so awesome for Dax, and I'm so happy. I, I don't think he's, a, he's, our best, he's in our best 11, but I do, I do think he's legitimately on this roster, and I think it's awesome to see him there.
1: I, I wish we didn't need players of his caliber,
0: but sure, I am happy sure.
1: for him as a person. That
0: that's made. all i'm saying that's all i'm saying i agree I, I wish you know i wish dax and wando stayed the fuck home their entire careers but <laughs> but um, because you know but being being the situation as it, what it is i dax David is cool Biggums. he's a really cool guy and i thought you know i like i enjoy he's i'm from cool new guy. york city i enjoyed when he was playing for the red bulls you know i think he's cool yeah. he's, he's, he's he's fiery he's cool anyways anywhere where, anything else uh, for these folks before we jump into I, our little a little fear. hopes and fears. I have a fear. Okay, let's do it. Let us do it. It's time for a little bit of hopes and fears.
1: Easy fear, Michael Orozco.
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Terrifying. Oh my god. The worst. What we is don't we happening? don't have to harp
1: on, but Michael Orozco <laughs> at this point is symbolic of an era of the national team that's that was about emotion and about relationships and not about results and potential to win matches. Right. And uh, so he, Thomas. to me, is a proxy for my hope that the Bruce Arena era is a little bit more logical and a little bit more results and, and you know, history based uh, than the Jurgen Klinsmann era. Yeah. A little bit less shrouded in mystery.
0: And And it uh, looks to me, it looks unclear logic. There could be an 11 that blows our minds and and um upsets our stomachs, but it just from the roster choice and and the vibe of the camp, it does seem like I get the feeling that it is going to be that 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 we're going to have uh like reasonable choices, if not daring or adventurous or interesting, but reasonable. If we see Michael Orozco, it will be really hard for me to believe. I mean, I have so much. I almost have so much faith in Bruce Arena that I would be like, I must not get it, but, but I can't, I can't let, I can't let my guard down as a journalist. Ty and Indeed. I just have to say that I just think that if Michael Orozco plays, we're we're headed in the wrong direction. My hope, uh, my hope here is a is a Jordan Morris goal. I think amongst all the hubbub, Jordan Morris has been on his slow but steady, kind of not that slow, very aggressive ascension through <laughs> through the soccer worlds, but not quite like Polisic, you know, like, like finally, finally the yeah. pressure is off of this kid, Jordan Morris. We got somebody else that everyone's talking about. You know, take a deep breath, get yourself a massage, and go out there and score yourself a goal, kid. He
1: he is uh, the Pulisic to Polisic's Dembele.
0: Exactly. Yes. Well, Pulisic's the Dembele, whatever. <laughs> right.
1: Pulisic is the Dembele to Morris, and and it could it could unlock Morris. It
0: could unlock Morris, and Morris had Dempsey, and uh, well, I don't know. Is that is that you? T- maybe you would know. Is that kind of what it was like for the Sounders when he was coming up?
1: Uh. Well. So. Morris kind of came in in strange circumstances cause they had to sell Martins. Oh, Martins like uh, a week yeah, before the season that. to China for like a bajillion dollars and, and all this weird stuff. And he was kind of thrust into the spotlight a little bit too soon. And you saw him react poorly to that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if Morris is a guy just like his demeanor, you know, lends itself to being kind of the second, uh, the second star, not the first star. And so, yeah. so the presence of Pulisic could really help him, uh, find himself and and do really well i love that uh, that hope that's that's wonderful i hope for that too
0: fears holistic
1: assist to morris
0: yes oh that'd be so tight fears none honduras you're going down sorry orbin uh, do this, folks i absolutely uh am super down with crayola crayons okay mm. they you can wipe the mess right up it's amazing how sophisticated an image you can make with some crayola crayons I like me a vocoder synthesizer for the reason that wow. uh, it's, it's not autotune, but it uh, has right. all the good stuff about autotune. None of the shitty stuff about autotune. 50s autotune. And uh, finally, of course, I love roller skates, but I don't love any of that stuff as much as I love the Nats. Ah, oh, feels good to be back. God, please win. Please win. Please win. Please, 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 please win. Goodbye, people.
1: It's we the people the people.
0: It's we the people. It's we the people. so the Polisic goal. Yep. It's all over. How could I not?
1: Sports and her shit.
0: This is real life. It's part of real culture. This is
1: real life. It's part of yeah, exactly. It's mainstream culture. Donald Trump said, <laughs> Polisic only scores one goal. Sad. 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 <laughs> Boring. Failing (sighs) Polisic.